You're listening to the Between You and Me podcast, brought to you by JesusWire.com, with your host, Jessica Morris. Hello, my friends. Welcome to a brand new episode of Between You and Me, the podcast where music makers and creatives talk about the things that hurt, heal and change us in evangelical culture. Today, we are jumping into a genre of music that we have never touched before. Gospel. I know. Can you believe that we haven't even dived into this? You can clearly tell that I have grown up in the Bible Belt of Australia because I don't know a ton about gospel music. But I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest because he knows everything about it. I'm talking about Jay Blake White. Now, if you don't recognize his name, I promise you, you have heard Jay Blake before. He is the person who does the intro and outro on every episode of Between You and Me. Beyond that, he is an amazing gospel singer. He has been in musicals, including the web series Flawed and Dreamgirls. He has been on American Idol. He was on The Glee Project. And this dude is just ridiculous amazing. Anyway, we finally nailed down a time. To talk and I'm so excited because Jay Blake has such a unique perspective on what it means to be a Christian in Hollywood. I know so many of the musicians and creatives that we talk to live in Nashville, right? It's like this real southern evangelical Bible belt thing going on. But Jay Blake feels called to Hollywood, to the entertainment industry. And beyond just being a musician, a singer-songwriter, he is a host, he is a performer, he, like I said, has been in stage plays. Jay Blake does everything, and the thing about him is that he does it really well. So we have a fascinating conversation about what success actually looks like. We recorded this during lockdown, so he's actually back home in Tennessee while this is happening, and gives us a really interesting perspective on his journey to LA and uh, and what it means. So I'm really excited for you to meet my new friend. So guys, without further ado, please meet Jay Blake White. Jay Blake White is a chameleon. Whether he is singing, in a stage play, acting on camera, or interviewing your favourite celebrity, he does it with a fierce joy, showing that in an industry that celebrates the mountain peaks. He is a musician and performer who values a steady climb upwards. Like I said earlier, you know Jay Blake. If you've listened to five seconds of this podcast, you heard him introduce and close each episode. And we have worked together as part of the JesusWired.com team for about six years now. Given this, it's high time you get to know Jay Blake White's story. So we'll start at the beginning. He was born in Fort Wayne, Indiana, but raised in Memphis, Tennessee, and he grew up in church. Gospel music was in his blood, and he would develop a passion for faith-based music and the media. While in Tennessee, he would co-host the hit radio show titled The Youth Platform Show on stellar award-winning radio station 1480 AM WBBP. And after deciding to pursue entertainment as a career, he went to California and in 2012 studied acting on camera at California State University in Northridge. And that is when auditions came out for The Glee Project. Yes, the reality TV show primed for two seasons in the early 2010s to get some up-and-coming singers onto Glee. 
the global superstar amazing singing show that starred Corey Monteith, Darren Chris, and Leah Michelle. Jay Blake's appearance on the Glee project was enough to propel him to another audition, and this time he tried out for American Idol season 10. After he made it to the top 100, he realised that a career in entertainment could actually stick and he made the life-changing move across the country to live in Los Angeles permanently. The following year, Jay Blake released his debut single, Doing Well, which featured Terence June Gray, and he showed off his slick gospel tones, setting the course for his 2014 EP, Faith Walk. Music and performance continued to go hand in hand and he appeared in the reality TV show Mathis Project in 2013 and come 2016 even appeared in the film Grandma's House as, you guessed it, a singer. He also picked up numerous hosting and acting gigs in commercials for businesses like Nescafe, the South California Dream Home, Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. He even appeared in the Netflix 2017 spoof Cheaters and hosted Guest the Juice in 2018. Jay Blake has also tried his hand as an entertainment reporter for Jesus Wide and has interviewed everyone from Jamie Grace to Shane Harper, John Corbett, Jerome Bernard, Jonathan Slocum, Darius McRae, Lady Tremaine Hawkins. You get it. This dude has interviewed everyone. And he really hit his stride in 2017, releasing his next single, Only Help. Furthering his career, he appeared in musicals, including Dreamgirls and The Baby Shower. And that's when 2019 happens. Jay Blake, with all his love for gospel, finally found an outlet that would celebrate it. It was Bishop T.D. Jake's reality TV show, The Gospel. And you guessed it, our friend Jay Blake was chosen as one of the original contestants. After appearing on the TV show, he continued to gain momentum and build fans, releasing his single, My Glory, which made it onto the Christ Temple Live compilation. Towards the end of 2019, he merged his love of being an on-air personality with music by appearing in the web musical series Flawed, and he appears on two tracks on their soundtrack, Believe and I Hope It's Today, alongside Troy Boone. I spoke to Jay Blake White about being a Christian in Hollywood, how to define success in an industry that rewards very few people, and why gospel music is life-changing and it's high time I got into it. My friends... Meet your new best friend, Jay Blakewise. For friends who have never met you before, who have never met Jay Blake White or seen you on TV or in a musical, mm-hmm. who <laughs> are you? I am, uh, wow, I'm Jay Blake White. I was born in the state of Indiana. And uh, when I was about four, we moved to the state of Tennessee. So I was actually raised in Memphis, Tennessee, but uh, I have family in, in both uh, Indiana as well as Memphis, and we've always gone back and forth for our holidays. And my family, we, uh, they're especially on my father's side, they, I was raised in the church and raised around music. And so um, it's not by surprise that I kind of followed in that step of going into music ministry. And so uh, my father was a pastor before he passed away. And so was his father um, before he passed away. And so uh, it just made sense that I followed in that step. And so um, I'm so happy that I actually accepted that life call. And uh, I took my my endeavors with music and then ministry a little further, of course. I studied uh, television and film production. I studied marketing. 
um, at the University of Memphis and then California State University Northridge and uh, went into television and film production and radio and uh, went into voiceovers. And then I started doing my own music as an artist and worship leading. And, you know, I just went full fledged. So, yes, so <laughs> that's good. what I do. So I, I, so I have experience working in the entertainment industry as a professional um, actor, voiceover artist. Uh, I lead worship. You know, I, I enjoy doing that and serving God in that way. Uh, I'm, I'm an artist, so I record professionally. And, uh, you know, yes. And so I, I've done it. I, I, I've been working on doing it all. <laughs> yes. And you do it so well. So you're doing, you. you're, you're doing well. Yeah. Thank I was, I was looking like researching online just to get some background information. And I was like, yep. So there's the TV shows that you've been on. And, and then I was like, oh yeah, the, the musicals. And of course, yeah. like you, you, you do the intro and outro for our podcast. So people have Yay. heard you before if they're not aware of it. And, and then, I, then I was like, oh, wait, you do all like the red carpet stuff for Jesus Wired. And I was like, oh, wait, you interviewed like John Court. And I was like, what? Anyway, I, I just like, I didn't even realize how broad like your showreel was and your experience was. So I'm so excited to chat with you about that just because I feel like that gives you a really unique perspective in terms of like guests that we've had on the podcast because a lot of people are more like I just do Christian music or just do this but you're like I do it all and I'm just like oh. gonna do the best I can at it it's great hey well I you know what can I just take a pause for a minute and say thank you for having me and thank you for that feedback thank you for even researching and and it you know to, because to some people having a vast background to be able to do it all or because your dreams are set up in that way or given to you so that way you can be able to that could be a lot for some people (laughs) that could be a lot for a lot of people to digest but um god has afforded me this path and so that's just been the journey that i'm on so the fact that you would even think that that's cool um makes my heart warm so thank you Oh no, it's it's amazing. I've spent a little bit of time in LA and I oh, know nice. how yeah, like like not living there, but just I've got friends there and I've traveled there a bit. And that city is something else. Like it's a completely it's a bubble of of art entertainment and success and and like cultivating a life there and sustaining it while you're pursuing your calling is something mm-hmm. that I don't know that I could do because it will t- take so much willpower it and it does. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so I just have so much respect for you in, in that because it's just it's it's a tough gig even when you're passionate about it. It's tough. Mhm. Yes, you are so you are so so right. I was literally just having this conversation with a, another uh actor friend of mine and uh you know, we were talking about the business and talking about just our journeys over time and just what that looks like and you know, just making that that um acknowledging that realization that you just mentioned that any any person that comes to LA, um, whether they are a believer or not, uh, is a you know is tackling that beast of the industry and and then if you add uh, pursuing a life of faith and living a life of faith on top of that, um, being a believer, it you know it's 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 like a major beast um, because yeah. you're obviously doing work to amplify the kingdom of God. And, uh, you know, you have to, you know, not, I wouldn't say necessarily be strategic, but you do have to be open to the voice of God and his leading and direction of 
what way you want, like what's your lane, what's going to be your niche. So that way you can have an amount of earthly success, you know? Personally, how do you measure your success in your career, knowing that there is an amount of like being in LA where you do need to hit a certain amount of like nearly like I made this TV show, I recorded this, I've had this airplay, I've done this, but also going, well, my calling is to do this. How do you, how do you grapple with success? Well, uh, as for me, I'm a, I'm a young adult and I'm, I don't have it all figured out. And so (laughs) I I get it. Yeah, I have just learned the importance of goal setting. You know, goal setting in this industry is very, uh, very, very important because you can find yourself in a in a in a place where you are pursuing your career. You know, your resume is increasing. You're working on all these different projects per se. But if you're not goal setting and setting intention to your work. You always feel like there is a bit of a letdowner or um, you don't feel 100% fulfilled or satisfied. And so whether it be a huge opportunity or a small opportunity, I measure my success by did it rise to, did it meet the expectations and the intentions that I set for it? And so um, going in. And so sometimes, yeah. like I said, like I, I'm not, um, you know, I'm, I wouldn't be what you would consider like, a-list yeah or like any of that stuff or c-list or b-list or you know we in hollywood they have all those different people who are in demand yeah right 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 right. but i am someone that is establishing their career that knows what kind of projects they want to be a part of and so to me that's very successful because i'm not i'm not just out there looking for that crumb you get what i'm saying the crumbs are just it's like oh Yes. Yeah. So yes. I find that to be very successful on my end because, um, you know, I, 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 I'm in that kind of headspace to where I'm like, man, this project is calling out to me. I really want to be a part of it. And, um, you know, and, and I, I just, it's just, it's just speaking to me. I really want to be a part of this. And I find when I watch other artists that are in my position that do multiple things and, you know, uh, that are widening their skill sets, uh, that, that is the approach. And that is how, at least on interviews and, and things like that, that I study as a correspondent and things like that that's, always that, that's always the feel that I get from them, that they're most fulfilled when they're working on a project that, that speaks to their core and speaks to where they see themselves in the future. You know, like it, it aligns yeah. with that. And so setting a mission. <laughs> setting no, that's a mission. really good. 
I like okay. that. That's <laughs> okay. it, it, as someone who isn't like part of the entertainment industry in the same way, I get that. It makes sense to me, and I really like it. Um, okay, good. You, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm no, no I get it. I, and, and and it sounds like far be it for me to say it sounds like a really healthy, well-rounded answer too. Like it it sounds it sounds like something that you can constantly just hold yourself to as opposed to the comparison game or earthly yeah. standards or other people when they have critique. You can sort of go, well, yeah. no, what do I expect of myself and what does God expect of me? Amen. You are so, you know, you're right on target with that. And I'm not saying like, I don't have days where there aren't, you know, days of like, okay, comparison, obviously, you know, you've, you've seen some of the people that I've gotten a chance to interact with and some of them are within my reach. Some of them are, you know, my peers in the gospel music industry and all that. And so the days of comparison, I'm not saying that they aren't there, but then the intention of the work. I, I worked with a coach, actually. Her name is Trina Lewis, um, and she's out in L.A. And she was the one that kind of um, really helped me zoom, zoom in on, like, setting the intention of the work and committing that to amplifying the kingdom of God. And what that really looks like. So that way, you know, um, you're in a you're in a healthy space when it's time for you to perform or or, you know, or do this or do that and take the inspiration into your work, not the comparison into your work. You never want to do that. And um, yes. that that's allowed me. You're right to stay in a healthy place, um, you know, being a performer. I put it out here on the table It's over, I surrender I discard the past failures and mistakes It's over, I surrender You gave me the keys, now I can be free to occupy my destiny Here to tell you it's over I say yes I say yes I say yes I love reality TV, which is okay. to my detriment. But one of the things I know you have done is that you have been on American Idol and were in the top 100 a few years back. Um, you appeared on the Glee Project, which yes. I was very excited by because even though I haven't watched the entire series of Glee, I have definitely watched the Glee Project. Um, oh. <laughs> and, right? Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm a weird Australian. Um, and then you were also on the Gospel TV show last yes, year. With Bishop Peter Yes, Yeah, so you have... All three of them, in some capacity, are vastly different. I mean, I've yes. seen the Glee Project and how you have to run around singing while bouncing a basketball, and then you have like, right. then you have like a gospel show that's devoted to the genre that you love. Mm -hmm. um, what motivates you to pursue a creative avenue like those reality TV shows? Wow. Well, um, let me see how I can. I can answer this. I think that the creative avenue, I don't know, Jess. I feel as okay. though, yeah, I, I, well, here's the thing. So, and this is the whole thing about goal setting that, that I was telling you about earlier is that I think for me, I had reached a point in place with each show 
with each show, um, with, if you go all the way back to American Idol, it was, oh, wow, like, I think that I could really do this. I think that I could really be on the show. And at the time, like, I think Twitter and social media and like all those things were not quite as established as being the main forefront of an artist's career, a main tool in an artist's career. So that show provided me opportunity to say, oh, wow, like, this is what I should have been doing, or this is what I need. Like every show and me and me participating in it and being cast on it, especially reality TV, has um, afforded me the opportunity to kind of grow and develop in like what's needed for a successful career path, um, you know, or what's needed to engage with followers and fans and like all that stuff and supporters throughout. And so I think for me, the creative approach is just getting clearer and clearer. I have come to, yeah, like it, just getting more clear and more clear. I've come to the realization, like after doing American Idol, okay, I want to sing. I want to be in this industry. I want to make music. I think that this is right up my alley. And the host of that show, Ryan Seacrest of American Idol, he was the one that actually inspired me to want to host. Um, I so remember. Cool. Yeah, like I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I have a ton of like, uh, hosts that I follow and that I really enjoy that, that inspire me. But I remember being on American Idol and, and being in the presence of Ryan Seacrest and being behind the scenes and just kind of, you know, how he carried himself professionally and how he, um, you know, and, and the things that he would say to us when the cameras weren't filming. I remember he told, he told me specifically, he said, look, no matter what happens today, you keep going. Like you keep going and you keep like, and I don't even know if, if he'll remember that, but it really impacted me that day. And so, um, so I remember just getting clear through that process that, oh my gosh, I actually do want to sing. I actually do want to perform. There is sometimes a little, well, back then there's a little bit of performance anxiety. So we got to work on that, you know, but, but these are the things I wanted to do. Turn around to doing the Glee Project right after that, like a year later uh, with the Glee Project, I, I learned out of that experience because doing the American Idol experience, it was kind of a little cattle call-ish, like you're really like a number. So you're shining oh, yeah. out. Yeah, you're shining out of being a number um, uh, throughout, you know, like, hey, like, you know, we, we got all these people and thank God out of 86,000 people, you're actually here. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like you're, you're actually here and then turn around and you do the Glee Project and out of 46,000 people, you're here. You get what I'm saying? And, yeah. But with, but with that, that process, I learned to celebrate my difference. Um, you know, being a man, being a man of God, being somebody who's talented, comes from a single, uh, you know, single parent uh, background, like all these, like they focused more on celebrating who you are and resting in that. So that way you can give a great performance and uh, which was a, a great experience let it, with that being my second reality TV show under my belt. Um, so I, I, I then begin to embrace the journey as an artist of like, you know what, this is me. I could, I have, I am in high energy, especially like being on red carpets. Like that's what everybody knows <laughs> when I'm on. Yeah, no, you're so good at it. You don't get <laughs> awkward. I'm amazed. Thank you. I, I like, and so I've learned to just kind of rest in that. Like, that's just me. That's me by default. And and not be, um, you know, not not be in comparison over, oh, well, this person's a little bit more chill. This person's a little bit more into 
fashion this person does. You know, like just, just rest in who Jay Blake is. And so that show taught me that. And then the opportunity came up for me. I, I had submitted to be on the gospel because I felt like finally I could be a part of a show that celebrates my genre. They're looking for a gospel artist. They're looking for somebody who wants to be developed, who wants to be fine-tuned to have a successful career in this industry. And so I went after that. I was literally in my bed um, and I saw Bishop Jakes do the call for that. And I knew it had to be, yeah, it had to be the grace of God. And I just tagged their team and all of my little videos that I post. And that was just an act of faith. That was just a move of faith. And I did not know that they would select me based off of that. Of course, I did the, you know, the audition interview and all that stuff. But I was selected and God be glorified because I think that particular show taught me the importance of um, just what it actually takes to to be an artist like like what it looks like to, it, it highlighted that journey for me and at the time even though i was on the show and i was kind of comedic relief on the show as well um you know like I, to to rise to every occasion even when there's a little bit of doubt as to how things may play out you know because sometimes your doubt will hold you back from giving your best when really if you have the if you have the mindset of you know what i'm going to give my best no matter how this whole thing could or could not work out in my favor you want your best to be documented and that's what's yes. important and so um i i learned that coming out of that show if it's ever within my power to have my absolute best documented to be to be found giving God glory, give it, amplifying the kingdom of God and whatever it is, if, if it's a secular project or something that's non-church related or faith-based related, let it be the best. Even if it is reality TV and you can help it, because there were some moments on the gospel where I really wasn't sure from, uh, you know, from a performance standpoint or a, or a, um, you know, from a performance standpoint or a uh, production standpoint, I just wasn't, I wasn't as confident as I could be. Um, and at the time I had been on two reality TV shows. So, um, you know, just finding that, but my, my greatest takeaway was the confidence piece and, and how important it is to document your best, even when it says, um, even when, when things may be wavering around you or, you know, all of that. So that, those were my greatest takeaways of creative. I was about to give up. Then I heard you tell me it's working for my good Almost so empty, but you gave plenty Joy in the storm like only you could Cause no, it ain't easy Dancing while it's raining I know someday things are gonna change Talk about one of our amazing sponsors. 
Do you create wedding videos, podcasts, ads, content, maybe even one of those slideshows while you're trying to move your church into the 21st century? Well, Soundstripe is the answer to all your problems. The ultimate music stock site made for video producers, they offer a great variety of high quality royalty free songs and have an unlimited licensing model. This is literally one of a kind in the industry. And that is because it was created by musicians. With a monthly or yearly fee, you have unlimited access to world-class music. We are talking composers like Aaron Sprinkle and Matt Winton. Every time you license a song through Soundstripe, the royalty goes straight back to the musician. With curated playlists, new music every week, and more than 30,000 special effects, this is the ultimate source of music for creatives. Trust me, I've been using this since day one with Between You and Me, and I can tell you that any background music you are hearing comes directly from Soundstripe. They are absolutely incredible. When you sign up for Soundstripe today, you can get 10% off using the code UMEPOD. That is soundstripe.com with the code UMEPOD. And now back to the show. I hope I answered your question. <laughs> no, you, you did. I really love how you went into detail about what you learned from each experience because I have heard, I've heard not as much from people who have been on reality, like music sing TV shows, although a few, mm-hmm. but people in the industry have just nearly put anything that's music reality TV related in the bin of too commercial, too sold out, don't care about it, um, mm-hmm. which I think when that happens, it's such a shame because there are so many incredibly talented musicians who have come up through reality TV and who still can come up through it, um, you being one of them. And so I really I really enjoyed and appreciated hearing what you learned from each experience because I also I. Personally, maybe this is an Australian perspective and the Australian music industry. I feel like mm-hmm. it takes guts to be like, I was on that and I own it and I learned this from it and this is part of my career, not my full identity but part of it um, because mm. I've I've seen people for good reason be like, that was a thing I did but let's not talk about it because that didn't go as well as I planned. Yeah, and, and it, it does take a place of, you're right, it, it takes a place of, healthy perspective to be able to to assess you know because this time last year I think we were gearing up for who was going to be the winner of the gospel and uh you know you you have to do your part with taking whatever criticism you know like if you're going to be in this and thank god ever ever since the gospel I've I've still been working I've still been doing things I've still been you know been cast on other projects and you know, all of that. And it may not be, it may not be, I've learned that in this industry, especially as an artist and as an actor and all of that, just, just do your absolute best because it may not be the thing that, or the project that will catapult your career. Um, But you will, if you're in the right headspace or you have some people that will ask you or some people that will hold you accountable for being in the right headspace and helping you kind of assess as you're going through, um, you will be able to have some great takeaways from it. If you are in the, in the right headspace of, you know, like, did I, did I do my best? Is my best being documented here before I send it over, before I send over this song, before I, you know, record this scene or whatever, make sure that you're prepared and even if you're not as prepared because of whatever you may be facing internally or whatever like that um you've done the work that allows you to walk away with great takeaways so hopefully you know yeah so i've been in that same place too i don't know if i want to talk about this This is the only part that they kept from that 
oh my gosh, like, you know, like, this yes. thing, like, yeah, like I've been there and, and Satan will use that as a way to, to block whatever God is trying to download into you, which is much bigger than any little scene. And, and sometimes, you know, I, you watch all these other, you know, you watch The Bachelor, you watch all these other different reality TV shows, and some people have even worse moments than some of the moments that I've had on reality television, that, moments that you just didn't think would work out the way that you wanted them to work out or whatnot. But it literally is all about perspective and the people that you have around you that will pull you into a better place and not to mention the love of God that you just have to kind of lean into as you're trying to pursue and move forward, you know? Yeah, that's so good. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit about gospel music because I know yeah. that you love it. Um, yes, and, I do. <laughs> and, and you released um, a couple of tracks last year. I mean, you're on the TV show called The Gospel, but aside from that, like you are a gospel artist. Can you yes. tell me how your love of gospel music started? Yes. Yeah, so my love of gospel music started uh, just due to, like I said, growing up in church and, and uh, you know, my family on my father's side has always been in ministry and my mom and uh, my stepfather now they're in ministry. Like so gospel music and ministry has been all around me, of course, as a child, you know, and as a teenager, even into my college years, you know, you have to continuously make the declaration that you are going to uh, you know, uh, lean into the love of God and, and, and be saved and, you know, and be changing and to become a believer. But gospel music has just always been in my family. So you can't help because that, that seed was planted. I couldn't help because that seed was planted on both ends, my mother and my father. Um, that, that, that was just something that I would lean into. And so I love it. I absolutely love it. And, you know, I was I was sharing with one of my friends like right now, like I, I love all genres of music for the most part. Like I'm I'm pretty well versed in like my music catalog. But the one that I absolutely <laughs> love and, and just, you know, if something new comes out, like I'm, I'm on it and all of that is gospel music. And I was telling a friend the other day, I was I was saying, you know, gospel music right now in the times that we're in, you really can't listen to any other music, um, you know, that's, that's by an artist, unless it's instrumental or something like that, that has the power to calm your anxieties with its lyrics. So not just gospel music, but even Christian music. And if you listen to some of the lyrics where people are pressed and they need the grace of God to carry them from one state of mind to the other state of mind, I literally do thank God right now for gospel music, because it is what's been keeping me during this time of you know, global health crisis, like, you know, and, yeah. and you, yeah, it's like, I, I don't know how many more sermons I can listen to, or I don't know how many more Bible studies I can be a part of, but I can put on some gospel music in the background and, Amen. and, it, and it will calm and soothe all of my anxiety <laughs> or yes. all of my worries, <laughs> but also gospel, Sorry. put on some Christian music, you know, and and yes, and so that's the, that's how I feel about it.
I love the passion in that. I it's so I'm not f- as familiar with gospel music. I grew up. I mean, Australian Christian music is very. It was basically just Hillsong for the first like yeah. twenty years. It's only been the last oh probably ten years we've had a few other bands, but a lot of them have been like really quite small because the American mm-hmm. market is just huge. Um, but hearing a hearing a passion for gospel music makes me excited for it, and it's not something mm-hmm. that I've I've really grown up with, or it's ever been part of like culturally or anything like that. So now I'm like, oh, I need to listen to these people, and I've always been like, I need to interview people in gospel for the podcast, and now I really just need to make it a priority. Let's be honest. So that's really no. exciting. Hey, like I mean, I I think that you're well. It's good to hear that I've inspired you in that way. First off, but I think that. You're right. I think with my journey and with my background, it's always been, I I know that there is a cultural separation, um, even within the music industry of this is gospel and this is Christian music. But when you love God, everything speaks to you the same. You know, when when you love God and you have an open ear to him, like I go back and forth between the music that, you know, people in the Christian music industry and people in the gospel music industry. And like I said, it can, it both have the power to speak to your soul when you're open, you know, when you're mm-hmm. open. And, and, and fortunately, uh, my parents started with me at a very early age with making sure that my heart was open. And then, you know, you get around uh, other people and they start, they start calling your attention towards the lyrics and like, what is this song actually saying? Like, what is it, you know, and that's how it starts to affect, you know, your day. And that's how it starts to affect whatever it is you release, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it brings about inspiration. So, yep, that's my P point of view, point of POV so on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you live, most of the time you live in LA, um, which is quite a distance from where you currently are now in Indiana. Um, yeah. Indiana, right? I just, I was like, no, just double checking. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually Wait. in Tennessee right now. Tennessee, uh, dang it! And I, dang and I, it. <laughs> I'm in Tennessee right now, uh, visiting home, but I've lived in LA. Tennessee, for, gotcha. Yeah, I've yes. lived in LA for five, almost six years. Okay, so you currently, well, ten, I know for a fact that Tennessee is a long way from LA. I yes, know how has gospel music helped you feel like you still have a connection with your home, with your mum, with your dad who isn't with us anymore, even when mm-hmm. you are across the country? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think it could be the common ground of ministry um, because, like, when I left, I was I was leading worship for uh, Temple of Deliverance Church in Memphis, Tennessee, and my mom was uh, still a member there. But since then, she's gotten married, and um, you know her 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 husband now pastors a church. And so, oh. like you know, we're all yeah. And so, and my sister has gotten married since I've left, and her husband is a youth pastor, young adult pastor. And so, like ministry is just all throughout the family. So even though we're miles apart, the love of God and the love of ministry and those different things have have allowed us to still kind of come together and there to be some uh, some commonalities, you know, common yeah. ground. I don't know if That's commonalities so is a word. I think I just made that up. But I think, yeah. no, I mean, it sounds good. We can run with it. Let's just run yeah, with it. Just, yeah, let's just run with that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know you're in a tough place now. I know you think you can't be found. 
Just know, just know I know you're in a tough place now I know you think you can't be found Just know, just know My random popcorn questions for you, which okay. are, are the only difference from my previous questions is that they have no context. I'm just curious. Okay. So okay. my first question for you, what is your favorite album of all time? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. Okay, favorite <laughs> album. Oh my gosh, favorite album of all time. That's not fair because I just you love- a handful, a handful of albums. Okay, a handful of albums. You know what? Actually, I am in my old room right now, and I am looking at all of my CDs that I still have here. Yeah, I know. Oh my at my mom's place. And so, wow, I have so much music. And, but I don't know. I know, but I don't know if I have a favorite album of all time. Because I, now, I will tell you this I can go down track lists of albums, and maybe that is how I could identify if they're my favorite. Because I, I fan out. I fan out. When I'm on red carpets and stuff like that, I'm like, oh my gosh, and this, and this track on that album, and da 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 da. Yes. So good. When I am with, when I'm like, when I'm with other artists, like I said, like, I don't, like, it would be like, it's more like a favorite album of theirs. Like my yes. favorite album of theirs. That's how I could answer it. So I'm so sorry, but I don't have an answer. That <laughs> <laughs> was the best. I'm so sorry. No, don't be sorry. It's fair. Okay. And, and, and honestly, whenever I ask people that question, no one has this answer because everyone's like, oh, great. Uh, like, like one up, they're always like, okay, I'll give you three. And I'm like, that's fair. Like, I can't yeah. choose my favorite album either. So I get that. Yeah, I um, can give you three if you want three. Just to, Yeah, to please. Any, like, three that come to mind, go for it. Yes, I would say, ah, this is so difficult. <laughs> um, I would say Karen Clark Sheard. Um, Man, it's a mixture between her Finally Karen record and the Heavens Are Telling record. That's like one of my favorite albums by her. Um, and I'm just a huge, like, I'm a, I'm a huge, like, Clark fan. Uh, so I like a lot of their stuff. But 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 her specifically, um, I'll say Kirk Franklin, uh, the rebirth of Kirk Franklin. And uh, that's one of my top favorite. And then I'm a huge Mary Mary fan. Uh, nice. and we're just talking about yeah gospel music though so shoot like with Mary Mary my favorite record by them is The Sound uh, where they had you know Get Up and Seattle and like so many other different hits on that album like that's like my favorite record by them and um, in Christian music I'm a huge Mercy Me fan so nice. um, yes yeah, so I love Mercy Me I love the Undone album I also love the, uh, they had another album that I, oh, Coming Up to Breathe. Oh, love those albums. Um, <laughs> yes. 
I'm a huge, if we go back to gospel music, I'm a huge Myron Williams fan. So I love the Thankful album by him. And uh, who else? Oh, I'm a huge, oh my gosh. Like this could go on and on and on. So for that, that's I'll, I'll come yeah. sit on this. Yeah. It'd be great. I was, like, I was like, I'll go on and on and on. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of like, yeah. I'm a music no, connoisseur. Yeah. It's good. No, hold to that. It's worth it. In, in yeah. the age of Spotify, that's a good thing. Definitely. Yes. 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 Uh, given all those the the breadth of that last answer, this may also be a tough question. If you could collaborate with anybody on Earth, living or dead, who would it be and why? Ooh, that's good. Um, well, right now, if I could collaborate with anyone on Earth living or dead, I would want to collaborate with the late, great Whitney Houston. I always felt like I was going to, yeah, I always felt like I was going to get a chance to meet her. And unfortunately, you know, like, hey, uh, (laughs) she has Mm -hmm. passed, but, um, you know, I always wanted to meet with her uh, and and collaborate with her. I wanted to, or no, I still want, I want to currently, I love to be able to collaborate with Tornwell in some sort oh, of way. So if, I, if I don't get a chance to like meet him or, or interview him or something like that, I would definitely want to make music with him uh, one day. And uh, I would want to collab with who else? Like, ah, there's so many, there's so many. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think I would want to collaborate with, I don't know, Jason Nelson. I would, oh, and then Gene Moore. Oh my gosh, like, yes, (laughs) this is so, this is difficult too. Yeah, this is difficult too. Yeah, oh, Danny Gokey. Danny Gokey, I'd like to sing with him. Yes, I love um, Danny. I have, he goes to, well, when I'm in Nashville, the church I go to, he worship leads there sometimes. And he's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't always do it, but when he does, you're just like, "Ah, what just happened? Like, it's incredible. He's amazing. Wow. Uh That's incredible. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Would definitely um, love to collaborate with him. Yes, he's just incredible. Um, my last question to yourself. If you mm-hmm. could go back in time to speak to Jay Blake the day before he was about to move to LA to pursue his dreams, what would you say to him and why? Oh, my gosh. I would say to him, hey, kid, you should have done this a long time ago. Like, you should have <laughs> just gone with, should have gone with your gut. Um should have gone with your gut and done this a long time ago. No, no. It moved, it moved fresh out of high school, but I'm so proud of you. You've got an amazing opportunity that, that lies ahead. Um, things will be difficult, but just continue to stay open and continue to, um, you know, if you're, if you're not into goal setting yet, set goals. Set goals ASAP and create. Never let your... Never let your um, your uh, your lack of of passion or creativity die. That's what I that's what I would tell myself. Like to yeah. to stay open, yeah. And you know, you've got a great head on your shoulder. <laughs> so good, yeah. Oh, good. and always try, always try, always, always, always try. You love me oh. when I'm hard headed oh. out of time, so unsettled by distraction.
friends this world wants to offer. Lord, you know where I'm going. You know where I'm headed. I may be trying in the fire, but I'm coming out pure gold. You know where I'm going. See, you know where I'm headed. I may be trying in the fire, but I'm coming out pure gold. It gets rough sometimes. Life at times gets overwhelming, but you're by my side. Here's my life, Lord, make it yours. How can I make it through if I don't get no? good was that? I feel like I just got a deep dive into the culture of gospel music and I love it. I loved his passion for it and I think what I enjoyed the most was when he started going through his old CD collection because it made me think of what would happen if I did the same thing with mine. Granted mine would not be as uh, probably you know it, his really adds to his like repertoire as a gospel musician my selection of CDs from my early teens adds to my repertoire of being someone who loved pop and Australian Idol, and that's about it. Um, but thank you for being on, Jay Blake. You are a champion. I'm so grateful that we could finally make this happen. And my friends, please go and support Jay Blake. He is always doing something new, recording something new, whether it's music or a musical or a TV ad spot. He's worth a follow. His red carpet interviews are also super fun, so make sure you go follow him on socials so you get notified whenever that happens. You can find him on Instagram at J underscore Blake White. You can also find him on Facebook at official J Blake White. And you can also just check out his website. That is jblakewhite.com. You can pick up any of his singles, but particularly his latest one, My Glory, now on all streaming platforms. And if you head to his website, you'll actually see the really cool video clip for that. What a month. In the space of only a few weeks, we have managed to cover country music and gospel music, two genres that I've never been through before. And we even touched on like DJing and stuff last week with DJ Madge, which is really, really cool. I'm so glad that we are starting to reflect the diversity of talents and how passionate people are about particular styles and genres in music generally and in evangelical culture and in Christian music. It's really cool and that's my heart's desire for this podcast. So thank you for making it possible and thank you guys for listening. If you love what you heard today, please make sure you go and hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and go and give us a star rating. You know how much we love that. Give us a nice comment for warm fuzzies and go and share this episode with a friend if you think that they will absolutely love it. If you would like to support the show, you can also go to our website now, betweenyouandmepod.com and go and buy some merch. We have some really cool stickers and t-shirts, whether it be logos or illustrations of your favorite old school CCM singers. We've got a fair bit of fun stuff there. Plus, you can also head to Spotify right now 
and you will find on Between You and Me Pod, our account, we actually have some playlists there that we think you will like from previous seasons as well as new releases and some throwbacks. So if you are looking for something new to listen to, just head that way. I think you'll really love it. That is all we have for today, but please reach out, connect. We would love to chat with you. Go and find us on your social media platforms at Between You Me Pod. Say hi, tell us who you'd like us to interview, if there's some new music that you love or a topic that you would really love to tackle. It's okay if it's a hard one. We're okay with that. We love the hard topics. They make for the most compelling and the most sincere and honest content. So throw them our way and we will see what we can do. That is all I have for this week, but rest assured, we will be back next Friday with, uh, oh man, next next Friday's guest, guys. I'm so excited. No, I'm not going to tell you, but I'm just saying, like, if you know Christian music, you know this person. She is awesome. No, it's not Amy Grant. Sorry, okay, not there. But she is awesome. You will love her. So hang in there, guys. Next week, we are talking all about female empowerment, owning your space and equity. It's going to be awesome. Until then, or even then, my name is Jessica Morris. I am so glad to be here with you. And I will see you then. Here's to hope. Just what I hoped it would be, but better. Nothing like when families together. Built to last through any kind of weather. So glad to know we've got each other. by visiting www.betweenyouandmepod.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. For more Christian news, reviews, and interviews, get plugged in to JesusWire.com.